Always Loyal Podcast presented by Lucia Capital Group, official wealth management partner of San Diego Loyal. In soccer, you've got 90 minutes to win the match, but how much time do you have to reach your investment goals? The clock is ticking. Don't wait. Go to LuciaLoyal.com right now to get your investment plan started. That's L-U-C-I-A Loyal.com. All right, Darren Smith, here we go. Season two, episode 31 of the Always Loyal Podcast. What's coming up? Jordan Carruth, the Always Loyal Podcast is always worth waiting for. What a moment for San Diego Loyal wrapping up a three-match road trip in epic fashion. We're going to get into that, set up the rest of the regular season. The Always Loyal Podcast starts now. Long ball down the flank. Donner taking on 1v1. Ball across. And it's in. It's in. San Diego. Level. Do you believe this? Nalani. His first pro goal. Is there something really magical here for San Diego? Corona through. Out to Hackworth. Hackworth chipping. Conway. Save. All right, Darren. Well, I hope you stayed up for that one. What a fun Wednesday night. I don't always love midweek matches, but I love those. That is a huge result for San Diego Loyal on a Wednesday night in Monterey. A 3-2 win. SD Loyal making a habit of that. We'll talk about all those 3-2 wins. I heard Nate Miller talking about it after the three points were collected last night on the road. It's a big one, and I think what makes it extra special is how the win was delivered. Hi, Darren Smith. Oh man, what a Wednesday night. Usually this podcast, it drops and shows up in your podcast feeds on Wednesday. We had a little bit of a decision to make this week because we weren't quite sure if we wanted to have a podcast come out Wednesday. All we really had to talk about was San Diego Loyal losing 1-0 at Lou City. And then, hey, get ready. There's going to be a watch party at Alesmith on Wednesday night. And I'm glad we waited because that was one really... For the ages. I, I don't know. I am trying hard not to be a prisoner of the moment, but I, I don't know that I remember a better, more impactful win that we've seen for San Diego Loyal this season, especially given the circumstances, realizing that you snap a two-match losing streak. Hopefully you start a new winning streak. There's only five regular season matches to go in club history who the man of the match was in Xavi Nalati, given his history, something Jordan and I was thinking about during the match is like, what's going to happen to some of these people that we care about guys that have been around like Charlie Adams, Colin Martin, Grant Stallman. What's going to happen to some of these younger players like Xavi and Duran? What's going to happen to them since they recently have signed their first professional contracts. And then you sort of just get sucked back in a, wow, a 90th minute goal to equalize which would have been a massive point at Monterey Bay. And then the game winner in the 93rd minute for Javi to pick up all three points heading into a home match at Torero Stadium against Las Vegas Lights. I, I'm trying hard not to say this is as big a moment as this club has had, but given some of the circumstances and where we are, it's I, I think it's 
it's hard not to to suggest how important that was a Wednesday night at Monterey Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the details of it, the the impact of the table, bad result for Monterey Bay. That's a club fighting for its playoff life. Uh, they need points down the stretch and coughing up what it looked like. They thought they were going to be keeping all three and then to come away with none. Um, we have audio to get to, but I think really what I want to start with overall, Darren, is the opportunity now with where the club is, where it stands, what's public. We know where it's headed. Um, we have this opportunity that we've already talked about last few home matches at Torero stadium, doing everything we can to try to get at least a postseason, a home playoff game. Um, those are the special moments that we're trying to create and what a special moment it was for Xavi. So having this final stretch of games, it presents this opportunity for everyone to create these moments in a different way. So supporters have their opportunities um, by showing up or going to watch parties or their interactions in whatever way they interact. Um, that Those are the moments that they have. Players have opportunities as well here down the stretch. Some players fighting for playing um, for clubs beyond San Diego loyal some players who maybe this is it. They're just going to call it a career. Once San Diego loyal season's done, I, every player has a different, they're in a different spot right now, but talk about a special memory that was created and Xavi took full advantage and we'll play the Nate Miller audio later. But I mean, maybe not always a match he would even be playing in, but the fact that he gets thrown in takes advantage of the opportunity and creates a special moment. Um, that was, again, you used the perfect word. It was a great win, but it was an impactful win. And there was a lot of cool things that happened together there on a Wednesday night in Monterey. Yeah. And it, it sort of, uh, again, uh, trying to avoid being like really over the top and hyperbolic about this, but it's, it's kind of hard here the morning after what it was that we just saw and, and knowing where we are as a club, knowing what the future is, and how limited it feels, right? With five regular season matches and wondering about these players and then listening to the broadcast talk about Xavi Nalati coming on as an academy player and you know what that means for them, for their future, right? Like there are certain guys that have been around USL and they probably will continue their USL championship career. Like I'm genuinely wondering what Joe Corona is going to do next season. I wonder what... Alejandro Guido is going to do next season. Certain guys you think like, yeah, I, I get it. Like Coke Vegas is probably going to continue playing and Colin Martin's a really good player. He's going to continue playing. But I, I do think about the younger players, the players that said, yeah, we're, we're going to forego a college scholarship. We are going to, to start our professional careers. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Xavi was on this podcast and he was talking about his decision and it really wasn't that long thereafter that we unfortunately heard what it was from Andrew Vasiliadis, the decision that had been made that San Diego Loyal was going to cease operations. And, you know, for him, for somebody now who has decided a, a career in professional soccer is you know, what he is, is, has chosen, you know, now there's a little bit of uncertainty here. So what a moment, uh, really what a moment for him. I, I, I couldn't have been happier. You know, this could have been anybody. This could have been Evan Conway. This could have been Joe Corona. This could have been, to me, you know, and, and it was Xavi. And I think that, you know, that adds something like there's something to that about like the story of the season that night, that Wednesday night, snapping a two match losing streak with five to go, keeping yourself in the top four of the Western conference standings. I don't trust my math on this, but you know, if loyal, I thought it would have been a massive point 
when you equalize in the 90th minute. Like that would have been a massive point because Loyal, I think, wakes up on on Thursday and with a draw would be fifth. So still not in a position to host a, a postseason match, but oh, still still season to go. A loss, Jordan drops Loyal to seventh, right? Like this was a classic six-point swing since Loyal started the night, three points clear of Monterey Bay. And now Monterey Bay, if, if it was a draw, would have been, you know, like sixth and then with a loss, it's seventh. So, you know, like, like or eighth. Like it I don't, just, I don't it, trust your math at all. I don't trust my math either, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, a, right. No, a, it was a, 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 like a draw. You're like, well, okay. I mean, that's way better. Like that's a pretty big point to pick up with five to go dropping all three there. Oof, boy. And now you're starting to think you see the finish line and you start having these other thoughts creep into your mind. Even though we heard it on the broadcast, you know, Nate Miller saying this group still loves playing together, but you know, it's fair to wonder, like, are they, are they thinking about their futures? And, you know, and then to see Xavi go out there, equalize, and then three minutes later in stoppage time, put home the, the game winner was just, a, it was electric. It was amazing. Should we hear from Xavi? We should hear from everybody. Okay, let's hear from Xavi. Yeah, um, you know, the, the ball went out to Morgs. Morgs put in a great ball, and Evan got on the end of it, and the keeper parried it, and I was, I was there. I just made the, the continuing run, and was able to get that winning goal and it was just a great feeling and I was happy to celebrate it with my team. Um, what was it like? What were you thinking when you came on the bench? What's your mentality when you enter a game like that? Um, yeah, it's it's definitely to make a difference in the game, um, especially losing. I think it's to create chances, especially as a 10, to create chances and yeah, I was able to create two goal, goal chances and I'm just happy for the three points and now we're on to the next one. And then what's it like? Because this, this is your first goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, first two goals. Mm -hmm. I know it hasn't really sunk in yet, but can you kind of take me in how you're processing it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great feeling. Um, all the guys in the locker room, they're super happy for me. They're celebrating. We're all going to be celebrating. And they were just all had, had great words for me. And they all, I love them and they love me, I think. Okay, a few takeaways um, from that from that clip from Xavi. Clearly, just genuinely happy and excited what a fun moment to capture um he's probably gonna watch that video years from now and just have like a huge smile and probably wonder like oh my gosh i was so young um here are my takeaways his teammates reaction oh. how much they enjoyed it they seem to enjoy it more than xavi which i think was really special and we'll hear from nate miller he also makes a reference i think it's important um that at least it stood out to me that the the celebration obviously continued in the locker room after the win because it's such an exciting win, but specifically celebrating Xavi, scoring those goals, and um, his role and impact with the club, where he's come from, his entire story, um, <clears throat> going through the academy, getting the professional contract, and then having a moment like that. I think the teammates' reaction was amazing. I thought that yeah. was great. It's super, super fun. Um, and then also, like, let's not kid ourselves – He's a little media savvy there. He did yes, a good he job. He did a good job <laughs> of incorporating that. He's just happy to get the win. He's happy for the team. He did a good job. Every, like he had to answer the question about scoring the goals. Listen, you're in that spot. You have to talk about the, your impact of that match. You're not being selfish by talking about yourself in that moment. You played a huge part in that game. You can talk about it, but you could tell he sensed that, I don't know, maybe I should, shouldn't be talking about myself. Let's switch <laughs> gears. Let's talk about the team as a whole. Very well done, Xavi.
Yeah, uh, he he does. For for an 18-year-old who's been with this club since he was 15, he he definitely, you could hear it. He's like, yeah, man, super excited. I got my first two professional goals. And, of course, it came in a team win. Yeah, right? Like, so, like, he's very and good. And like, I'm it, happy it, for my teammates. And we're really <laughs> happy because that was a massive win, especially with five to go. I mean, this was an 80th-minute sub, and I'm not saying this to, to you know, to, to knock him in any way. But, like, he had never appeared on the score sheet before. You know, like, like he had played. You know, he had been a sub. He had a handful of starts, you know, and sometimes you go, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like, Xavi, like, there's something there. We even saw it a little bit against uh, against Dortmund, for instance. I think we talked to him about that. We we had him on the podcast right after that match. If you missed it, you can go back. You can find it. But an 80th-minute sub, right? And and as he said, like, you're being brought on because, you know, we're, we're trailing. We sort of know what it is that we are are doing here when we're coming off the bench. We're not protecting. We're attacking. And seeing himself through the lens of a number 10 and, you know, being in the right place at the right time on the equalizer in the 90th minute, you know, a low cross from bodily, being in the right place at the right time on what was honestly one of the most impactful moments that I can remember from Morgan Hackworth, who crosses one into the box, Evan Conway header on target. The ball bounces out. Great save by the goalkeeper and Chavi standing right there, right place, right time which is such a characteristic and such a character trait. And, 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 you know, one of those, those things that you search for in goal scorers, players who are in the right spaces in the right time. And he was there two out of two at a time where San Diego loyal needed it most this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a special moment for the club, special moment for Xavi. And hopefully um, it sets him up for future success. Can and I also- uh, pop quiz you on something? Totally unfair. Cause I had to look this up and I had to ask Thomas, Thomas Coughlin, who's working with the media relations department. Right, what's the I, I had to ask. So I said, I said, can you tell me who the players are who have had braces this season? Two goals in a game for San Diego Loyal. I was surprised to learn. How long is this list? It is four players long. Toomey. Correct. That's Conway. the other one I had. Conway, correct. Hartford Athletic on July 8th. Xavi. Well, there's there's five now. Xavi, that's three. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't include them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... You're better than me. I said Toomey and who else? <laughs> well, I mean, Conway's did the leading scorer, so yep. that's the safe guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want... I feel bad for just having these moments. They're just not jumping out to me right now. Same. Um, did Perez get a brace? Nope. Uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo against San Antonio did. on June 3rd. That's had right. two goals. Evan Conway against Hartford, as mentioned, July 8th. Blake Bodley, Colorado Springs on July 14th. Toomey did it on August 26th. You might have been in the booth for that. I'm not sure. Um, actually, I think that one was at RGV. And now, and now Xavi adds himself nice to that Xavi. list this season. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Obviously, there's been one hat trick in club history. Rubio, Rubio Rubin against Phoenix Rising back in 2020. Yeah. But, you know, adds himself to a, to a pretty exclusive list here for Xavi. So, yeah, I don't know. What do cool you do? Race. It also yeah, reminded you... me of CJ Fodry for yeah. players that have come through the academy and then get a, yeah, score with SD Loyal. It's great. Yeah, I mean, other Fodry's names. Those... goal came at home at Torero. Yeah, Tito's on that list. The Cell's on that list. Herzog on that list. Augie Williams is on that list. Jack Blake's on that list. Miguel Berry's on that list. So, you know, again, like, like I understand, like it's, you know, it's four seasons, right? 2021, 22, 23. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. but but to to do it as a as an academy player, you know, to do it in such a way that is so impactful for this club to pick up three massive points, knowing that there's five left during the regular season and trying to get yourself a home. Like, it just feels like the kind of night we're going to point back to. And might I also say, it's a weeknight for me, which are always a little bit tricky. Gosh, I was jealous of the people that were there at Ale Smith. Mm. (laughs) I was so jealous of those scenes, seeing people celebrating into the 90th. I I was there for the the match, uh, let's see, two weekends ago, uh, two no loss, I believe. So, you know, listen, I like to be there at the end of it, 90th, 90th, Charleston, right. Uh, Also, what would you do if this had been at home and he had been the man of the match? He's 18 years old. I mean, what are we going to do? Present that kid with a growler? No, I think you have something on this. You have to have something else ready. You have to have a non-alcoholic beverage for Xavi? Right. Just something to think about. Would you start him on Sunday against Vegas? I think this is the time of the year where you have to have the starting yeah, 11 that I agree. you want in the post in the playoffs. I keep calling yeah. it the postseason. Sorry. I do some baseball stuff, so I say postseason. In the playoffs. It's the playoffs. It is the Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Some some people get weird about that stuff. Okay, how about this as well? One last thing, kind of just talking about some of the younger players and having special memories, special moments with the club. Um, we just saw Xavi get a road brace at Monterey Bay with a huge impactful result. That's great. Duran Faree this year gets to play against Dortmund, and he's also up playing with U.S. soccer with very impactful matches. And then, of course, C.J. Fodre watching as a first-round pick in MLS with Austin. So. Yeah. Can I, can I, you know, and I, I actually think that, I, I don't know if this is what's going through your mind as you're saying that, but um, again, this is the always loyal podcast, but we do know that, you know, the future MLS club is is certainly talking about how much they want to use uh, academy players and youth systems and all that sort of stuff. And then at times you kind of go, well, you know, we do that too. You know, like we do that too. And, and CJ Fodger became a first round draft pick of Austin. And Duran Faree has been starting for the U.S. And now Xavi has had as impactful a moment as, as certainly you and I are capable of discussing the day after with five to go. Like, you know, you just, it's one of those, I'm sure if you're with San Diego Loyal and you've heard all about this future Academy thing, I'm sure you're like, yeah, you know, like, like we're doing that too, you know, and like, we've, we've had some success in this space. So, you know, that was obviously not the most important takeaway, but I'm sure if you're Matt Hall, if you're Landon Donovan, if you're Ricardo Campos, I'm sure that's, and if you're Shannon Mack, like, you know, that made you feel pretty good. On, on a level where you know you can say oh yeah yeah like, we, we've actually had some success here too you know what i love is the celebration from the teammates shavi of course had a great time scoring those goals but sd loyal coaches and players just stormed him went yeah. straight for him let's hear from nate miller this is right after the 3-2 win wednesday night in monterey i think it was just a great performance from minute one in all honesty um yeah, we gave up a, they scored a couple goals, but I think just from start to finish for an away match, that was an incredible performance. Um, character from the players, extreme work rate. We've had a lot of uh, famous 3-2 away victories come from behind. Um, it's it's crazy how many of those, and this is up there with them, and it was a really important win, and the players deserve it. And I think overall that we did um, some outstanding things today. What was that like at the end? Um, obviously this team is a late 
has shown they can come back. So that proving that again, and then Xavi, the newest signing to San Diego, getting both goals. Yeah, it's hard to describe um, how happy and proud we all are of Xavi, our club, our city. Um, this is a kid that's been with us for three years and it's watching him grow up um, and how he trains and he's got so much quality and everyone needs their big break in life in that moment where everything changes and maybe that's uh, tonight for him. Um, the reaction from his teammates in the locker room is sublime and it's just amazing. And he's, uh, he, I think he's got a bright future. He, you know, he, he came through for his teammates today. He's not a kid anymore because now he's a full-fledged part of the group, an important player. Um, and I, there's no problems putting him in the game. And we had an injury, um, some things happened, but our guys are stepping up and I can't tell you how proud I am of him. Um, what a kid. And then short week, but how excited are you guys to be back home this weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge game, and we, we have five games left right now, and we, um, we'll still have a game in hand. But, yeah, every game is tough. Uh, we have a short turnaround with the travel. We've been on the road for a while, so recovery is everything. But we want to enjoy tonight. Um, you have to enjoy the moments. Life's about moments. You have to enjoy it. Um, but then refocus for, for Sunday, of course. Um, and we'll need our, our people back in San Diego bringing us the noise and help us over the line. But um, great night in Monterey. So the celebration clearly continued into the locker room. I don't know what the locker room setup is like where Monterey Bay plays, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure it's a good time. I'm sure San Diego Loyal found a way to have a really good time following a uh, a great comeback win. What a moment! I love it. I love some of the images. I love the picture, you know, of of the the score line, and and you can see Xavi is you know getting a piggyback ride there with Joe Corona. The picture that Nate Miller tweeted out, if you haven't seen it of him giving Xavi a kiss on the cheek. By the way, it looked like a freezing cold night. Where were they playing that? In Antarctica? People had gloves on. People had parkas on. Is that that far away from where we are here in Southern California? But at any rate, I digress. Uh, and unfortunately, Nate said something there that I had wondered about. I, I got to admit, I, I thought it was kind of a curious substitute in the 80th to bring Xavi on. And replacing Charlie Adams, because I thought Charlie Adams, I think up until that point, had been the highest rated player that Loyal had had. And, you know, I don't know if that's exactly what it was that Nate was referring to when he said, you know, substitute and a little bit of an injury situation there. If he was talking about Charlie, uh, I, I hope I was seeing it wrong. It, it looked like Charlie was a bit frustrated coming out of that one in the 80th minute. So fingers crossed here for Charlie Adams down the stretch this Sunday against Vegas. Cause you know, if, if loyal is planning on sticking around for a while after the five regular season matches to go, I would think they're going to probably rely pretty heavily on Charlie Adams. I would imagine. So health of course is going to be very important for San Diego down the stretch as we get ready for a playoff game, hopefully a home playoff game looking ahead. It's great. What a fun matchup it was against Monterey Bay. You play them again at Sorero stadium very soon. Yes. You host Las Vegas this weekend on a Saturday night, but next weekend, Monterey Bay and SD Loyal will go at it once again. So that should be a really fun rematch really quick after what was a very fun midweek match. I mean, obviously, Monterey Bay did not have as much fun as San Diego. They're looking for revenge coming back to Torero Stadium. But now San Diego, I, I we've already talked about it um, as we kind of a few weeks ago shaped up the final seven games to go. The most difficult matches are kind of behind San Diego loyal. That's not to say that there won't be some challenges ahead, but you're through Charleston. You're through Louisville. You didn't pick up any points in those two matches, oh. but you get all three against Monterey Bay. So that gets you back on track. 
really important win, especially if you're focused on getting a home playoff game. And now, Darren, you get Las Vegas, which no one has confused for a good team this year. <laughs> Already eliminated. Monterey Bay again. It didn't look easy. As I mean, that was not an easy match for San Diego. It took two goals in a couple of minutes for them to come away with points. So it's not just going to be an easy three points in San Diego. That's for sure. But you do get Monterey Bay again. And if you think they were fighting for their playoff lives Wednesday night, just wait to see what they look like a week and a half from now. Um, and then you finish with El Paso, Oakland and Las Vegas. Again, I love the fact that you get Vegas twice. Um, I don't love the fact that you have to play Monterey Bay again, even though they are on the outside looking in El Paso. Uh, that's the squad that now moves into a playoff spot after that result. You get to play them as well. So maybe um, I will say this. It's very safe to say that San Diego, the club itself will not be playing for that final playoff spot, but it's going to play a major role in who will be that eight seed out West because they play Monterey Bay twice and we've already seen it once. And um, they're playing El Paso here in a couple of weeks. And those are the two clubs really battling it out and others. Um, for that final playoff spot. So SD yeah. will, will have its role. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think this is the time of the year, especially given how it's gone at the end of the season, the last couple that you take anything for granted, or you automatically say, Hey, these are points that are in the bank, but playing 40%, two out of five, I believe math. I don't know. Why do I keep doing this to myself? 40% of your remaining matches are against the only team in the Western conference that's been eliminated. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So I think, you know, you, you probably would sign up for that. I think everybody would probably take that. The other point, I think they don't even have the worst goal differential. They don't even have, Oh wow. Hartford has 16 points. Vegas has 18. Yeah. I mean, the worst team in the West. The other point is also remembering what tiebreakers are since I guess it's the it's it's tiebreaker explanation season, which isn't just about goal differential. It starts with head to head. Mm -hmm. So picking up three points at Monterey Bay means not that you're going to go and play for a draw two weekends from now, but a draw means that if you finish level on points against Monterey Bay, you get the tiebreaker because you've picked up a win and a draw. So, you know, again, you'd rather pick up all three. You're trying to finish top four, trying to stay ahead of Phoenix, which had a draw on Wednesday night. Same thing, Sacramento, which is clinched probably out of reach here with five to go, but still 15 points out there on the table to to, to gather on the schedule. So, you know, I, I mean, it, it's massive just in terms of, you know, if Monterey Bay is going to hang around a little bit, and you somehow end up level on points with them tiebreaker pick up as many of those tiebreakers as you can and you know head to head point total head to head first tiebreaker then goal differential which is something we could discuss i suppose when we're getting set to see oakland on october 7th but can't can't be said enough like that, that was a massive massive, massive. shift there from Xavi. like yeah. you you can't you can say hey, there have been bigger moments this season or bigger moments in, in the club fine but you know you, you cannot argue how big that was against monterey bay also a place jordan i'm i'm sort of sad we didn't get the chance to visit mm -hmm. when monterey bay came into the league I, I certainly thought that would be a pretty popular place for us to go for away trips i did see a pocket full of sd loyal supporters there at monterey bay on a wednesday night it was not in the cards for us unfortunately but i did think about that too that would have been a really really fun away trip and i'm sure it was for the people that went there and the people that enjoyed that on Wednesday night. Yeah, they definitely made uh, the trip worth it with that finish.
made it a lot of fun. Um, so five to go for San Diego, home against Las Vegas, home against Monterey Bay, at El Paso, home to Oakland, at Las Vegas. Three at home, two on the road, currently in the top four, which means you're hosting at least one playoff game. We're in a good spot. We're in Very a good, good spot. spot. That result... Like you said, it's, it's the big word today, a very impactful result. Um, so a Sunday match this weekend against Las Vegas, Saturday, uh, next Saturday night at Monterey Bay. So three more at Torero, plus it looks like hopefully a playoff game beyond that. And who knows how the playoffs shake out? Maybe you get more than one home playoff game. I was really hoping that uh, Loyal would score on a corner kick. I do love when you you play at some of these you know, some of these away teams and they have that hilarious advertising, you know, the bagel corner, corner kick <laughs> brought to you by game bagel corner. You know, I, I found myself going, Hmm, I really want some baked potatoes. I wonder if these Ivan's baked potatoes are any good since they put that little screen up there, that, that uh, advertising bug up there in the corner. I, I love that sort of stuff. <laughs> I was like, man, let's all go to Ivan's baked potatoes afterwards. Yeah. Shout always good. Some- uh, <laughs> add add opportunities in this sport, right? I always, oh, this think, I always think about the dog running around in the Premier League. <laughs> Bagel on quarter the, quarter on the ad board. Yeah. I love that. Uh, uh Sunday, what? 3 p.m. Yeah, we get a three o'clock kickoff on a Sunday. Against Las Vegas. What do they have? Three wins on the year. They're not good. Three wins, 18 losses. Uh let's not give them their fourth. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's not let's don't that let's trap. don't cough up the midweek result. Yeah, uh, really looked like a fun night at Al Smith again this Sunday, 3 p.m. presented by Lucia Capital Group. First 2,000 fans free. SD Loyal Palomar Health tank top. Jordan, I know you are a huge tank top guy, so I'm sure you'll be there early so you could be amongst the 2,000 people at Torero Stadium. Jordan, this is not a video podcast, but he uh, he often wears tank tops. Often, yes. Yeah, they call me Pat McAfee. Guns out, suns out, as Jordan says. I, suns out, guns out. That's the opposite. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. We don't do math either. All right. Um, I think we got to everything. We got to the audio from uh, from Shavi. We heard from Nate Miller. The match itself, the impact of the table, looking ahead. Good stuff. I have no idea if the club even realizes we were doing a podcast today, but <laughs> guess well, what, will. everyone? We're putting one out. Mm-hmm. That invoice is coming in. <laughs> um, so we'll see you this weekend at Torero Stadium. Yeah, again, Sunday, 3 o'clock, and then next weekend, Saturday night. And then I'm really hoping we do get that playoff game at home. At least mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. At least Three one. of the next four at Torero. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really very good. good. Let's, let's continue to create these special memories as we, yeah, as we go down the final stretch. That's Got what it. it's all about, right? Let us celebrate, and um, let's have the players give us a lot of reasons to celebrate the way Xavi did. That was fun. It's more fun. It is. It is about the memories. It's not always about the bagel corner corner kick. Correct. It's not always about that. You never know. You don't have a lot of control. Sometimes you just wake up, and there's a podcast in your feed, and you had no idea it was even coming. That's us today. All right, Darren, I'll talk to you soon. It takes years of dedication to become a champion. Palomar Health's team of world-class doctors, nurses, and technicians work tirelessly to ensure that the health care you receive is second to none. Palomar Health, champions of health care, champions for you. Put your values into action by doing your banking with Blue Peak Credit Union, a purpose-driven financial institution. Learn more 
at bluepeak.com, official credit union of San Diego Loyal. Must meet membership and account criteria. Blue Peak? Blue Peak.